you like start it. I don't ever know how to start it. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Yo soy Omid. <laughs> y uh, uh, AS Jewel. I guess, should they, know Spanish. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Anything. You have some heritage in you that's like <laughs> Spanish. So I don't know. Latino. So I don't know, what, I know what's going on there. My but... grandpa doesn't know any Spanish. No. Um, okay. Wait, sorry. Let's let's start for real. Oh, that, we're doing no, that. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, ready, ready. Hola. Bienvenidos a the never ending watch list. No. Wrong. <laughs> never ending. <laughs> the endless watch list. Work. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully my Spanish was good. I'm practicing Duolingo 201 day streak. Um, the way I can really turn it on, like I, right before this call, right before we started recording, Jewel and I were like, <laughs> for 30 minutes. Now yeah. I'm like, hello. Hola. <laughs> yeah, you just need to just speak a little Spanish and wake up a little. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Easy wake up. yeah. Welcome to the never ending Welcome to the endless watch list. Thank you. <laughs> At this point, I'm never gonna remember. Um, because we had multiple names coming into this, but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know we have some new listeners because people texted me after listening to the Barbenheimer podcast. They're like, "Great job, y'all were so funny." And then I had Omar, and Omar, if you're listening to this, I want. He was criticizing my analysis of Oppenheimer, and I was like, really? "This is." And I go, I go, this is why I wasn't chipper when we recorded podcasts together. <laughs> I go, and I literally responded. I was like, "So I, I hope you understand why I wasn't the most excited to record a podcast." He's like, "I'm not telling you you're wrong." X, Y, and Z. So, um, what did he say you were wrong about? Oh, you want to read it? <laughs> not me airing out or airing out our laundry. <laughs> Let me find it. Let me find it. He goes. I think it's the point that you don't get more of his ethos about the bomb being dropped because at that point it's beyond him. He has no control over the very thing that he spent his entire life trying to create. I think it was a response to like me mm. saying, why didn't they talk about it more? And I'm like, sure, whatever. But it's also like, I think he's always questioned his, like, I don't think the bomb was is what he was always trying to build. Like, I think he's always questioned his realm into science and mm. where his political leanings, whatever. So I responded, I go, and you ask, why was not chipper on the pod with you? <laughs> I go, and he goes, because I challenged, because I challenged when I disagree with you. I go, no, the tone. <laughs> um, and then I go, I, I responded, I don't get it. Yeah, because I'm stupid. And he goes, haha, I'm not saying you're stupid. Just telling you why I disagree with what you said. I listened to the whole thing, though. Good stuff. He thought it was good. Mm-hmm. He thought, good stuff. Yeah, we did stuff. talk about that. I mean, I do think that we like touched on that. We saw like some visual cues, but not so much like his thought. Yeah. Oh yeah, Oppenheimer's good. Have you seen it? Have you seen it again? No. Did you see Barbie again? No. Right. No, me theaters for months. <laughs> I'm in no rush. They kicked out all the movies I wanted to see. So yeah, that's it. true. I'd be so nice to see them in like an empty theater. <laughs> yeah. Let me check right now. I'm gonna see what Barbie tomorrow looks like at the Alamo. Have you seen anything else lately? I saw um, Boy Travel last week. Mm, okay. Yeah. You not check my letterbox? The hell. Well, I meant in like otherwise in theaters, any new hits. Barbie's, oh my God. Still fact. Barbie tomorrow. Damn. 6 p.m. sold out. Those are all the good seats out. too. 9.15, 345. Oh, hell yeah. But uh, people are working. Not, that's Joe Biden's America now. Back in, <laughs> back in the. Real unemployed slash remote worker hours. 7.45, Oppenheimer, smaller theater. But then the 3.30 Oppenheimer, booked. I, mm. I should see it by myself here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually one seat ticket. And then 9 p.m. Oppenheimer for, okay. 
for IMAX? No, no, mm. no. The closest IMAX is too far now. Did you see Talk to Me? I am not going to see Talk to Me ever in my life, probably. I thought you were her, really. <laughs> no, I am sometimes. I just, um, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Gotcha. I can't do it. I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles though. Nice. That was quite fun. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. How honestly, was that? Good. Honestly, a good theater experience. I think no, no screaming middle schoolers. Nice. Nothing too upsetting. I want to um, watch it. Yeah, I really liked it. It took like a second to get into the style. Um, just because I was, I would think I was expecting it to look a bit like Spider Verse, and it, and it looked completely different than that. Um, and. Yeah, I don't know. It was really sweet. I don't really remember much from it. So maybe there's that. It's not like no, super it's, memorable, but it's the same director as Mitchell versus the machines. Did you ever see that? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about oh, it. We talked about it. Exactly. Loved yeah, because that so. girl stole my life. Or the oh, yeah, yeah. character <laughs> yeah, yeah. stole my life. <laughs> um, and then I'd want to see passages. Oh yeah. I think and, that's coming up here too. And then shortcomings, but I think shortcomings will be out of theater by the time I want to see it. Mm. And then bottoms is coming up soon. Yes, that is true. Gran Turismo. I'm excited to be finally in theater so I can stop seeing the trailer. Are you gonna see it? Honestly, probably. I love a I love a dumb sports racing movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> a dumb you sports do. movie. Um, Blue Beetle. Honestly, probably will see too, just because I'll be excited to get that out of my trailers as well. <laughs> yeah. I hate when that happens when they push a trailer out like two months before the movie starts it's i have like fatigue by it i don't want to see it after asteroid city if i hear that song one more time yeah I would <laughs> that movie was terrible yeah we never talked terrible. about asteroid city you don't need to no, it was terrible <laughs> i honestly already don't remember anything about it i, I like the little anything. the i liked the twist i like the little little guy but um otherwise yeah i don't remember anything. yeah i don't remember anything and the only thing i remember is uh, like my plot is the only thing I remember is, is no, no, no. What's funny is I check my stats on Letterbox to be like, oh, who's my most watched actress so far this year? It's Scarlett Robbie. Hansen. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what third film was she in that I saw? And then I remember she was in Asteroid City for a second. Mm, yeah, she was. was. That was a good scene. I did like that one. What is the third movie I've seen with her? Uh, let me check. A lot of this is just online re- live research. You would expect as podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, I've seen. Oh, Babylon. Mm. Great movie. I haven't seen that still. Oh, oh, a lot of people have three films. Oh, Jesus Christ! Everyone has three films. Her, Haley Seinfeld, both Spider Man's and Pitch Perfect two, three. Pat Skipper, what the fuck are you in? <laughs> Oppenheimer, Aaron Brockovich, Babylon. Okay, Natasha mm. Leon. She was in But I'm a Cheerleader, some other people, Glass Onion. And she's also was in a couple she's in a couple scenes of New Girl, which I started to watch. Mm, she is a new girl. Greta Lee. Oh yeah. Star of our episode. Yes. And <laughs> Liv Schreiber. Oh no, he's in whatever. Whatever. We don't need to go through this. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today we will be talking about what two movies, Jewel. My two favorite movies of the year, I think. Really? We're going to be talking about, yeah, past lives in theater camp. I think they're probably my favorites. And they're also directorial, like, feature debuts, too, which I find yeah, that's, like, exciting. After last week, we're talking about all these, you know, big franchise IPs. Um, it's nice to get a couple, like, original fun stories. So, well, one's fun. <laughs> yeah, one's fun. One's, fun. one's cool. 
one's it's like heart wrenching. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. It's been almost over two two months since I've seen past lives. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I wish that we'd recorded like right after I'd watched it because I remember feeling like very energized that day, and I remember walking around being like, "Wow, this like this path home is really pretty." <laughs> I remember that's your review too. Yeah, I just like thought that. I was like, oh, all this like little stuff, like just the flowers outside my apartment. I was like, everything just looks nice. (laughs) Yeah. Everything just feels good. Yeah, I'm trying to see what what I'm a review for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you go first, actually. I want to hear your thoughts. It'll inspire me because just because like I've saw you saw it a little bit more recently than me. So like once you talk about it, it'll inspire me to be like, oh, yes. Oh, no. Yeah, so this is the directorial feature debut of Celine Song. Um, it is about um, a character named Nora. We meet her when she's twelve in um, in Korea, and she's her family's moving to um, Toronto, and she has like a really close friendship with um, a boy named Hae Sung, who's also her age. And yeah, so she she moves away from Korea. She emigrates and she becomes like fully American too after a while. We, we meet her again when she's 24. There's some time jumps in this that I, I yeah, I, I really like the time jumps too. We'll, we'll definitely talk um, about that. So we start at 12 and then 24 where they reconnect via, you know, Facebook and, um, and yeah, I'm like losing the train of thought as I'm speaking. And then, and then, <laughs> this is going to be then. a bitch to edit. <laughs> 12, 12 keep that keep that please that i'll tell you this people love our banter people we got i got a couple of months you guys like it was good banter that's good um, yeah and then so... she and then at and then, the so... age of 24 she yep. meets arthur at a yes. writing camp yeah so they we'll they like they correspond like for um for a while and then she realizes that the distance they're not going to be able to you know meet in person for at least another year i think is this is the plot and then um she goes to a writer's retreat starts to focus on her writing she wants to be um a playwright and there she meets arthur and montauk in a very beautiful sequence and then we jump forward another 12 years and she's married to arthur Sung, broken up with his girlfriend um had a i already forgot what Sung did <laughs> He like had military service, probably. Yeah, he had military yeah. service. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he decides to go to New York and meet in person again. So, yeah, it's a very like sweeping love story. It's a lot of what ifs and a lot of like, God, I can't think today. Oh my God, I'll talk. My I um, like literally like stopped thinking. <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk. <laughs> oh, Providence. Uh. So it's, so it's, it's, it's it's so am I. It's a um it's a movie about fate, and I, yes. I would say like how it's out of your control at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. no matter what decisions you make, like there is a scene. So I think something so context with Arthur and uh, Nora. Nora's really. I was gonna say Norma for some reason. Nora's relationship. <laughs> they married a little bit. They married early, so she could stay in the country a bit. Yeah. And it's something Arthur has a little bit of insecurity about. He's very insecure in the relationship. Because he's like, listen, do we just get married because we're both interested in the same things and mm-hmm. at the right time? Like, the the word of the movie is inyun, which is a Korean mm-hmm. uh, phrase for the ties 
of fate that connect to people across lifetimes. The only reason I can I knew that by heart is because I went to uh, the early screening of the show and A24 sponsored it and they gave us tote bags that had Inyan on one side and then pastels on the other. Jewel, I could gift, I'll actually give it to you when I come up. Yeah, to I love that. I, I don't use one. it. I have too many. Yeah, it's so cute. So I'll give it to you. Um, I should have given that as your gift. Whatever you enjoyed your concert, mm. even though you uh, had a medical emergency, she fainted. Everybody. Yeah, I did. I did faint at a Fleet Foxes concert. Out of all, the right age of twenty nine. It's not like she was mosh pitting at a Playboy Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hot out. It was very hot. I. I, I thought I had a cider. I don't know why I thought that was a all right idea. You'll get dehydrated. Yeah, I got dehydrated. I had two waters with me. You think that would have been fine? Um, but it was a good concert otherwise. Great gift. But yeah, so Inyon. So that's the that's the the concept that if you meet somebody, even if you're like just brushing hands, like meet on the side of the road, meet meet at a street, that it means you also met in a past life. And she also says that like lovers are people who have met over and over again in their past lives. So that's kind of the what's hanging over all of their interactions. And, you know, they fall in love at this writer's retreat and then get married pretty young. But I do I really enjoyed their relationship. And I think that's like the most heart wrenching part of the movie, because when I watched it, I remember immediately being supremely affected. Like as soon as they're in Korea, everything was just so beautifully shot and lived in. Like it just felt like the texture was really nice of it. I I was immediately captured and i was like i'm rooting for this guy i don't even care oh for who uh, the other guy comes in for Sung. interesting and i was like immediately like oh okay i'm rooting for this guy but then as soon as you meet arthur and it's john mcgarrow who i love he was in first cow i don't know if you ever saw first no. cow yeah kelly reichardt's first cow um that was one of my favorites of that year 2020 was, yeah yeah oh set in oregon um it was it was also very <laughs> <So> like <annoying. laughs> It was a very like softly filmed. He had a lot of the like emotional depth in that movie too. And I think that, yeah, once you finally meet him and understand their relationship a little bit more when she's in her 30s and and they've been married for a while, their life is also so lived in. And so it's not, I don't, fuck. Maybe we should have recorded tomorrow. I literally can't think. I got it. I was covered. Oh my God. My thing about Sung. this is also... Guys, okay, Jewel, don't edit this out because this is good. We're not like prof- podcast should be just a casual listen to. Like, people, relate to us. people relate to us. Um, I can't string like two thoughts together. This exactly. is why if we had seen it like right after I watched yeah. it, I would have had so much like immediately to the, say. I think the next movie we see, we talk about We Will because we both just recently watched it. You rewatched it recently. So yes, we'll get this for soon. sure. Well, passage will wrap it up soon. You've, you've all listened to it. I have now. so much to say about it too. And I really enjoyed it. It is we'll probably my favorite. Episode. We'll do a mailbag episode. You can just talk about it there. And we'll write each other. The, I mean, the... it was my favorite movie of the year so far. I think like every every like um, place that they went to, like you really felt the New York that beautiful, they lived in. Beautiful New York Beautiful. Movie. Yeah, it was a really, really good New York movie. And it is kind of like a, it's a before sunrise in that way where it's like a walking and talking for most of it. Yeah. Um, Which I really enjoy. Like you get kind of a scene, you get a, you get scenes of New York that, you know you're not gonna get in certain other movies like it, it's it is kind of like a tour um yeah i think that it's a movie definitely about like grief yeah i mean i don't know what else you have to say what did you think about this movie <laughs> i i enjoyed it i think i got i had too much hype going into it just because we were mm. so excited for it 
Um, but I think it lived on my I when the movie was going on, I wasn't loving it. Um, I was never the fan of Hey Song. I was like, buddy, get over it. I'm also mm. cynic about love and like <laughs> child like puppy love. I'm just like, move on. It's over. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I always always been for Arthur. I think I don't know if you listen to the Ringer's analysis of this. I don't know why I listen to them sometimes. I'm like, you guys are wrong. You guys yeah. are wrong. I don't know why I listen to you. And they're, just, yeah, they're like mean sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> Amanda. Like, that's mean. You don't like Amanda. I don't like I don't Amanda. I'm, Dob- I'm Dobbin's hive right here. Um, because I think, Sean's take, I, think, I think Sean's take can be very like filled with. I'm like, grow up. Mm. Anyways, so why is my camera always like this? My old computer had the same grainy camera. What? Anyways, we're recording on Zoom, guys, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, but they were like, Arthur is a loser, not a loser, but like he he he's very insecure in the relationship when he's playing video games, mm, comes yeah. back. It's like shows his like his masculinity is like and I didn't view it as that. Like I didn't think he like he was he, I didn't even view that he was insecure. He is insecure because in the bedroom, well, yeah, in the when they're bed together, just talking, you see, he blatantly tells her that. But when he's playing video games, I think for him, is he's just coping with the situation. I don't think he's happy about the situation. I think it's yeah. very, it's a very frustrating, very taxing experience he has to deal with. Like I, I don't like. I think Nora. I don't know. Like a part of me is like Nora doesn't have to say yes. She doesn't have to spend like, he, like, and so I'm like. For her, like I would feel a little bit hurt if I was Arthur that she said yes to this because I'm mm-hmm. like, like what? Well, why do you have to see him? Like, why don't we just do like? Why don't you just grab a drink? Why does he have to spend spend it? Like, sure, he came here, all, but you can also be like, hey, buddy, this was a thing twelve years ago. Like, I get it. I, I, we all not living in their lives, but I, I get he. I think he's coping with it all, and the fact that he learns the language, like he knows Korean, like he's learning Korean. Yeah, I think it's a very like. It's never in too intense. I feel like yeah, Nora, not Nora. What's her name? Celine Song. Yeah, they, like allow these characters to be very restrained and like she trusted her leads, which I'll get to in a second, um, because she she literally says that in the Q and A. Like I mm-hmm. listened, I attended virtually attended after the screening, um, but it's a very like, I don't know. I think she she allows her the actors to act which is mm-hmm. i think great and i think she what was i even saying before that oh um yeah i just don't think he was into i think he's just coping with it and i think i don't think i think all three characters i think arthur is the most like more like i don't think he did anything wrong i do think hey song didn't have to like i, I get it but i i personally would mm. be like what the hell are you doing don't i we, we haven't spoken in like six years i don't know yeah i would be like we can grab a drink but like i i i I feel like with nora and hey song characters are low-key selfish at at points like like yeah jeopardizing her established relationship maybe they don't get there they don't have the trust and the bond she has with hey song but it's the situation she's in with now and she has to make a decision i don't so i don't I don't. I sympathize with Nora in the situation zone, but I also am like, you know, you you might be making the wrong choices. And hey, song, I'm like, listen, I get it, buddy, I get yeah. it. But it's like, we got to move on. This is twelve years ago. So it's twenty four years ago. Like, like life, life, life comes, life comes at you fast. Yeah. Um, the final scene is fucking great. It mm-hmm. is like a horror movie, and it's yeah. like, I'm not spoiling it. It's a it's a literally one shot film where Nora walks Hey Song to an Uber. Mm-hmm. They're standing across from each other for like a literally a minute, I think. It feels like a minute. Or like yeah. 
staring at each other or it's like a will they won't they and i'm on the edge of my seat like yeah oh oh my god what the fuck (laughs) next and they don't and i honestly cheered like i didn't cheer but i'm happy that like i like Mm -hmm. that it ended how it did yeah yeah that they didn't kiss because i think it would just it would have just like i don't know for it would have cheapened the movie a bit if they kissed yeah and then the fact that when she walks back arthur's there arthur's there and she's sobbing and Mm -hmm. uh and then the movie ends there i think that like the the thing I have with certain movies that like with Patterson, I remember walking into that movie thinking that it was that something bad was going to happen. Like the whole time I was like, it's too calm yeah. and like something, it can't just be like a slice of life. Like there's got to be some big drama that goes on. Like, and when that didn't happen and I sat with that whole movie, I, it was one, it's one of my favorite movies. It's yeah, got it such a, like, um, it's got such a comfort to it too. I wish that I would, watch i kind of want to watch this again without the romantic like element. will they won't they element and just appreciate because now it for, you know yeah now i know and i appreciate it for what it is too and it's it's not even so much that she's because what i got from that scene too and from her conversations with arthur is that like she's not even grieving the potential relationship she could have had with Haesung, yeah. it's not that like, oh, Haesung was the love of her life and she made the wrong choice. It's that like she made the right choices. She made the choices that she wanted to make for her life. She got to where she wants to be. Like she's in New York. She's writing. She's successful. She's married to someone she loves that like they both communicate really well together, too. And I think that she's more so grieving the the girl that she was in Korea and the life that she could have had being that and seeing Haesung really put that to the forefront of her mind that like she doesn't you know she she's not that person anymore she's like more she's a new yorker now i mean a new yorker Yorker. i really really enjoyed the scene with her and arthur in bed though because that does i did think like oh they have like great communication this whole time that this is happening and he does like trust her and feel secure in this but you know, rightfully questioning, like, oh, you want to like hang out all day and night? Okay, all right. Exactly, <laughs> but yeah. when they speak um together at night, and you could see how like they acted this so well together too, like how comfortable they were. Oh, and yeah. she I'll says, yeah, yeah. And she says, um, he mentions that she speaks in Korean, like when she talks in her sleep, and she doesn't speak in English, and that's like the only time she speaks in Korean. But he's learning Korean like for her, and he yeah. says, "This like I I rewatched this today, <laughs> this bit today because I wanted to like know exactly the line." He said, "You dream in a language I can't understand. It's like there's this whole place inside of you where I can't go." And like he also says, like like you make my life so big. Like I wonder if I do the same for you. I think that those yeah are are questions that you're going to be reaching in your 30s like you've been married for a while yeah I think he understands that there's this part of her that he's never gonna access and that she can access with Haesung and she can like reminisce on the childhood that she had and grieving that it was a endly like it shifted she moved to um Canada and then New York and had a very different life than what she would have had so I think going into it in a second viewing viewing it more so as like the grief that she's accept that she's accepting and moving through which also makes it feel so much better at the end when she doesn't do anything to risk that and she it it feels as though like Haesung also kind of finds a little bit of peace too and she is Arthur yeah and Arthur understands and is there to help her grieve and like he he is like the right choice if there can ever be like a right choice like it every 
I don't know. Like we've talked about a bit before we recorded. I feel like 12 and 24 and 36 are like big milestones in your life. Like 12 too. Like I moved around I a lot as a kid. In this movie. I think that's, yeah, it's shifted I'm 12 I'm years, sure. right? The last Maybe. Asen does not look 36. I'll tell you that. Does he? Yeah, he does. Damn, not you. Let me see. I'll check. I, I guarantee you that actor is like in his 30s. 40s. In his, he's 36. He's 42 years old. So yeah, I mean, in the 42? late late 30s, he looks incredible. He looks fucking <laughs> stunning for 42. <laughs> wow. Fucking stunning. He like yeah, 15. he was incredibly handsome. This was like a very <laughs> pleasing like, movie to watch. My thing is like, is he, if he's 42, was he playing the younger kid too? Yeah, right? Yeah. And I feel like they did that just by putting hoodies on him. Yeah. <laughs> I love Greta Lee too. In this, she was so like easygoing and confident. Yeah. Like, th- especially like the way that they styled her too. It was like very um easy breezy. She looked like expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it was oh, it was just gorgeous. I can't wait to watch it again. You know what's fun? It's actually I cried cool. the whole time. It's still showing in DC. Is it? Avalon mm. showing it still. And also AFI. Yeah, it came to Maine for all of like two weeks. June and July. Oh, <laughs> um, but the thing also is crazy is that um. So I watched. So I, at the screening I was at, uh, like I said, they did a, they had a Q and A after, and it was very informative. Like, what's funny is that the, some the moderator wasn't great, but she asked good questions, and one of them was like, "How'd you trust the performances?" And she's like, "I made them jealous of each other." Like, mm. uh, not, I made Arthur and. A song like the actors like John and yeah no like agile because I made Greta be like oh we did this scene today and it was really good and Greta was very <laughs> and it because it, it created like they're friends now and they were friends with the process but it made them a little bit more competitive and created yeah. this like environment where I think they were a bit more competitive with each other and it forced them to to per, per, have that quote-unquote animosity yeah. towards each other within the character so i feel like i read too that they met like filming that scene yes. where they meet like yes, that was actually that, when that, they met exactly <laughs> yes that is how they met and i was like whoa that's a it's a covid film too technically like it was filmed yeah COVID. Um, and it's based off of like celine song's life real life like she said yeah. she had an experience like this she has you know a, a white <laughs> you know who her, her, husband. her husband is it he wrote past he wrote uh challengers Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like I remember seeing that. That's that, crazy. That universe, the Challengers Past Live. They're having a good couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> he also did a. I know he's a YouTuber. Like he was a, like did some YouTube channel. I wonder how he yeah. feels about this movie. Yeah, that's what they talk about that on the big picture, and I think he's like, you know what, my response is, I love Triangle with Zendaya and. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I think we're past us. I, I listen, guys. Had we recorded this on June, whatever came out, <laughs> we'd be a lot more in depth and be like, oh, la da 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 da. We're we're both a little too much removed from the showing, <laughs> but I think yeah. it's a, it's a great movie. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. Um, but yeah, I think past us. Unless you have something else to add, Joel. Mm, I don't know. I just I think that like, yeah, once you hit twenty four and like make these life decisions. I, I liked seeing this in film, like 
knowing that like where all the choices that you've made lead to where you are now and none of them are you know necessarily like the wrong choice it's like I think about that all the time with my boyfriend now like oh this like little interaction we would have never met like if not for like this one little thing and it's it's like incredible that things did happen to meet when we did you know um so yeah it's just it's a really beautiful movie but yeah we can move to something a little more a little more campy a little more fun (laughs) my other favorite movie more recent to what we've Mm -hmm. watched um um what movie jewel theater camp Camp. uh (laughs) directed by my girl my girlfriend uh molly gordon yeah one of your most anticipated of the year was it yeah no and this i saw in sundance in january i think yeah and i swear to god like i didn't remember a single thing (laughs) (laughs) this is your most recent rewatch yeah i watched this the other day i watched this um i think like thursday afternoon i laughed so hard i didn't remember any of the characters i didn't remember any of the lines because i also watched it like like timed because i was sharing it with matt and it was um i watched it like on my laptop i think i was making lunch or something at the same time so i i really wasn't paying attention as much as i could have um so seeing it in the theater really just it was hilarious and it's it looks good too yeah it's like very grainy which i love and it's just so funny Molly Gordon um, and her directorial debut with Nick Lieberman. I think they also wrote the screenplay with um, Noah Galvin and and Ben Platt. Yeah. They all produced it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we have like some diehard theater kids. I mean, Ben Platt and Molly Gordon both are like Nepo baby theater theater kids. (laughs) So um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think about it? I like the jokes. Like, I think. Not all the jokes landed for me, but a lot of the jokes did, and I thought it was a very funny movie. I thought the play, still incredible, Joan, Joan still, yeah, great, <laughs> so good. And I won't spoil it because I think oh, actually, should we just spoil it? Yeah, we can spoil it. Like, Noah's performance <laughs> at the end was so good, and I think, um, I think the movie never takes itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very like original comedy where the jokes are just keep coming it's but it's never forced it keeps the plot going like um that the children actors are great as well like yeah they all had such good chemistry so good such good chemistry it feels like yeah camp it doesn't yeah about camp which focuses on the adults technically was that but Mm -hmm. a good mix of the two um yeah because it was a mockumentary that felt yeah it felt pretty like really? a much much like a documentary it felt exactly. really what i i wanted to ask what's your like relationship with theater uh non-existent non-existent people would think people think i'm a theater kid i'm like tone it down i'm not that <laughs> i wasn't a loser in high school all right i was but judgy not, i was but I, I funny a lot of my friends are theater people like in high school too so take that back but i wasn't like i wasn't except i wrestled and ooh, wrestling and the theater didn't uh that would have been a real high school musical yeah dilemma for you <laughs> but do you even same... get that reference i i got, I got it thank <laughs> you he wants to play basketball but it's the same season as the the as a show um, but yeah and, and i didn't really watch I didn't, I didn't like i live near broadway did i go no um i've seen like three shows in my life the lion king little mermaid and i think that's it um mm-hmm. 
I go see plays here and there. Um, yeah. Like I, in I DC. Think, like, yeah, I I saw a play that actually won a Pulitzer uh, mm. this, this year. It's, it was a Persian, like Iranian American, Iranian play written by mm-hmm. Iranian American. Um, shown at Studio on 14th Street. Mm, uh, yeah, it, that's it where like Dear Evan Hansen, I think, was Premier? originated. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was in DC. Yeah. DC. Well, funny enough, after that, okay, little tangent. After we, I watched Studio. I was, I took the bus home, and on the bus right there, somebody who just got a studio with us, was talking, and they were like DC. They were explaining like DC's leaders, like uh, ecosystem, and they're like DC has a very like high quality good yeah. theater theater uh theater environment like most people don't assume it but there are a lot of theater shows like a lot of shows and studios that provide opportunities for for playwriters and i was actually talking to someone who is a playwright and they were like yeah like i come to dc for most opportunities because mm. it's easier to get mm-hmm. off broadway there than in new york and dc has a good environment i was like no i know that um so i want to seek more theater shows but a little they're a little pricey but I do think that theater is the most underappreciated form of art because mm-hmm. it is a live performance that shows go on every single day. TV, I can't imagine. I can't imagine TV. Yeah. Whatever. Like if you're on TV, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of episodes most of the time, but it's like you have, you can take breaks movies. I don't know why. I don't know why the Oscars are the biggest thing because like you can literally say cut and mm-hmm. we can edit it it's like i love movies but like yeah have, the actors have it easy compared to like actual people on, on the stage so what I, is I, I, your or, yeah sorry i keep cutting you off <laughs> no yeah, what on. is That's... your camp experience uh did you go to I, camps i did like overnight camp twice at an older age and for like a week or two so i'm not a big mm. huge camp. i did like day camps and yeah like uh but i like went to overnight camp like twice and i had fun both times but it was just only for like a week or two mm, yeah okay. how about you so were you a thespian and were you a camper so i mean i definitely like i had never gone to theater camp i went to band camp nice <laughs> like a few summers i went to band camp um like what instrument i played the flute yeah so i wasn't really a theater kid i i was when i was like younger for sure I lived on like Air Force bases a bit growing up and they would always kind of have like community programs there. Yeah. And when I lived in DC too, we would go to the Kennedy Center a lot um, when I was a kid and see, cause I was like homeschooled. So all of the homeschooled kids would go on these field trips and take, um, yeah, we would see like Peter Pan uh, at the Kennedy Center. I remember seeing that. And I really enjoyed theater at a young age. I love seeing like Christmas Carol every winter. And now, too, in Maine, I've, like, rediscovered a love for theater, and I go nice. to a lot of, like, local theater. Do you really? Um, yeah, I go all the time. Oh, my God, we should see if there's something playing when you come. Yeah. Yeah, I wish there was, like, more, like, fanfare around the theater here, too, because I always see, like, various, like, I always see the similar actors in these roles too and my boyfriend yeah. and i are always like oh my god they're dating in this one too like we always see like these little like um synchronicities in between them but like we don't i don't have anywhere to talk about that yeah, exactly, <laughs> with anybody yeah. else like nobody talks about the theater here um and yeah no i was like an orchestra nerd when i was a kid so i saw like a lot of orchestras and and went to band camp and um was like very serious about about that throughout like all of high school and, and middle school but I remember playing too, like in some like America themed play, like on the Air Force Base. And I remember I was in the Pied Piper 
as like the mayor's daughter. And that felt like very important that year for some reason. But then when I went to high school, I didn't even like get involved. I directed a play once, but whoa, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't in it. Well, I was directing, just, yeah. Yeah, I directed Grease. It was fun. I just mostly wanted to cast people <laughs> and like have a say in casting. But did you um, was there were you like the student director? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I really like felt it felt so true to all like theater kids that I know and like camp experiences that yeah. I've had too. I think it was um just like exaggerated to the funniest level. And I think also like adding Jimmy. Jimmy Tatro, Tatro, yeah, yeah. yeah, adding Jimmy Tatro, hilarious as like the kind of like straight man who doesn't get what's going on. He was played like at perfect times. His Post Malone dance moment. Oh, so I thought that was so funny. I was like crying, laughing at that. I because I remember that was like the one scene I remembered seeing, and I've seen it on Twitter too. Just people being like, "This is hilarious," but that that was so funny. And to Molly Gordon when she freaked out about the like eye stick the like cry the tear stick oh yes yes that yes, was I that, scene, that was yeah. hilarious like, yes. she's I using she's doping yeah she's doping get off the stick please <laughs> um and io debris also as kind of like a straight oh. man too like she's hilarious paired with alan kim alan pretty kim like was yeah. great. That, those final <laughs> scenes are good it's also very funny like the the taglines at the end were really funny of like mm. they, they love like his crew loved the story but they mm. are being investigated by the sec yeah um <laughs> and then yeah and i thought like i, I thought the character uh, ben platt was ben platt like he just plays the same character over and over again i feel yeah like, but this is also where he's like most he's authentic like, exactly because it's <laughs> who he is i feel like like i feel like like he i don't know he just i got bad vibes from him mm. um <laughs> but he wasn't he wasn't like pitch perfect he's like, yeah he's in like your favorite movie but he's not the reason. Like I'm like you're no. annoying. You don't deserve to be singing with the troublemakers just because you're nerdy. He was so young in that. No, because he he's my age. No, he is he actually? Yeah, him and Molly and Noah. I'm pretty sure they're all my age. Ben Platt. Wow, he was so young in that. <laughs> right. He was 18. Yeah. Let's be serious. But also, I mean, he was in productions. Yeah. He was in like a lot. His um, father, I'm pretty sure, is like the producer of Wicked and like Legally Blonde. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. There's also a good amount. There's like, I don't know if you saw John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch. No, I don't like John Mulaney. I don't think it's funny and I don't get the hype around him. I know people love him to death. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I get that. I um did really appreciate like all of the theater numbers in that because there is the main kid that was in Bye Bye Birdie that like started the seizure yes. that Joan had. He also has like a really great song in Sack Lunch Bunch about a white girl crying. I saw the reviews that they're like, oh, good thing they use people from that, that special. Yeah, um, I thought all the kids were like hilarious and talented. Okay. Like they were talented. so talented. Such good singers. It's the girl crazy. who was doping. Yeah. So oh good. my God. She Even was incredible. So good. I um, can't stop listening to the soundtrack. The like, songs are good. Like the, <laughs> I disco would pay, song like, is good. <laughs> the disco song, the Wall Street noise. Like, oh, I would pay good money to see that play. <laughs> seriously. They should put a production out because that was so funny. <sighs> Camp isn't home. Oh, 
And then the scene, like when they they cut to the hospital, and it's the wrong. It's oh yeah, and, and, and then she's like, "Bravo, bravo." Bra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they like added more from the Sundance oh, that's, yeah. edit, but or if I just like didn't pay attention at all. I think both could maybe be true because it just felt like they fleshed out characters like much better than what I remembered. Like everybody had a good storyline and everybody had storylines too that matched with the kids. Cause yeah. I remember when I watched it the first time, I was like, why is he pissed at Darla? Like I, when have they ever interacted? <laughs> and then I realized they interact like the whole time. Like that's his whole plot. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it, it's a time. I'll tell you this. It, it felt a bit long at times. Like, mm. like, like, especially like, like the Molly Gordon, Ben Platt, like storyline. I'm like, we, we don't really, it's not this deep. Like mm. even with deep, Molly like, Gordon, huh? Even like with your fave, you're like yeah, number not, one but crush. Not, but I just don't. I think they spent a little bit too much time on it. I wish we mm. saw more of the production of the play. Like, yeah, I did love uh, the Noah Galvin. Mm-hmm. Like his storyline was great. I think like it, we knew what was gonna happen at the end of the day, but like, yeah, it was still very like it like it showed how hard he worked, and then like, yeah, like, it was very was satisfying. Like, he was, he was so incredible. Good. And so his funny. assistant too had like the funniest deadpan so deliveries. So like I don't remember her at all the first time I watched it. She was like my favorite character this time. She's so funny. Yeah, I just it was uh it was good. I it was a fun theater movie too. Like it's perfect for like midweek yeah. or like the a crew, Sunday morning or something. The crew yeah. I saw it with, uh, like the people in my theater I saw it with. It was funny. The theater I went to, no AC. But I was like, <laughs> it's not that bad. It was actually not that bad. But it was like five of us, one guy in the front, and then I was in myself by my own, and then and the two rows behind me, like two groups of two girls. Us five, the guy in the front was smiling, I could tell, but he wasn't <laughs> laughing. But we were mm. so loud. All of us were laughing in the back so loudly. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's a good one. Though. Yeah. Great movie. Both of these are so good. They're both and very honest, different. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Theater Camp is a good movie to like rewatch if you just need something to like boost your like also put it on the background but like if you second time don't do the jewel especially yeah. the first time no it's a good like, like midday kind of movie like it's yeah. it also has the same feeling as like you know like waiting for guffman or best in show like it has kind of a christopher guest mockumentary style to it like i put those on midday and or just anytime that you want something like cozy to rewatch yeah this is like 90 minutes it's going to be extremely cozy and you'll find like something funny every few minutes like exactly yeah no it's good good movies good movies good movies weird discussion (laughs) no editing don't we got to make it authentic you have no idea how much i edit out of these (laughs) i bet you edit so much and i'm like why I edit so much. We you know say um so much. I say um or you say We um. both do. Oh, I say oh. like and then just like leave the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? And I better say that all the time. I was telling I was texting Jewel this and I actually was telling friends. I was like, when I asked some of my roommates, especially, I was like, when we I re-listen to the pod, I don't re-listen to the whole thing, but I'll be listening for a bit to see how the audio came out. I laugh so much along us ourselves. <laughs> I think we're so funny. I think the, it's great. Um but- yeah, the- <laughs> the girl i know it thing just like remembering (laughs) all the people in that theater that said the dumbest shit (laughs) people love my comment was the comment that i got like some feedback on was the theaters are back but the etiquette is not people love that that the folks going it's true because it's so true i Yeah. yeah i don't know maybe like maybe it's gone back to normal now that like oppenheimer and barbie are not 
the main craze, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Why don't we get into highly recommend two stars from both of us, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for both movies. Um, Jewel, tell us what you're watching or listening to. What 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 content of art are you consuming that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm enjoying my reality TV. Oh, here we go again. I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible to know what that, what's the YouTube um have Jewel pick something non-reality related for the recommendation. Impossible parentheses, impossible uh trying to do try try not uh-huh. okay, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, but you're watching them too, so don't even front. You're watching Claim to Fame and you're keeping yeah, up I with gotta, Big Brother. I haven't watched, watched the latest episode of Claim to Fame. Yeah, I am I'm gonna watch that tonight. Um but that's super entertaining. I think like the strategy is is hitting both of those. It's in a way that it hasn't in the past few seasons. Or I mean, last year on Big Brother was really hard to watch, but it was like very satisfying to watch towards the end. But this season from the beginning, I mean, Sari Fields is like one of my favorite reality TV show characters. Um, so her being on Big Brother right now is really exciting to me. Yeah. Um, I'm very I'm tuned in as long as three's in the house. I'm I'm very tuned in. And yeah, also I am watching the traders, New Zealand and Australia. What? What? Did you know Noah and Ben are engaged? Yes, I knew that. You didn't know what? that? What? <laughs> Did you know also that Beanie Feldstein and Joe and um and yes, Ben best. Platt are best friends, and they both have brothers named Jonah. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, they got engaged in uh, last year. Now I'm upset. Why? I like Noah. I think he's great. I think he's great in Booksmart. Yeah, he is now, great. Uh, this is upsetting news. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this has upset you. <laughs> I don't like Ben. I'd like Noah. What are we doing? I bet they're happy together. Two That's little fine. Evan Hansons yeah, he living their life. Yep. Yeah, like right after. I'm pretty sure. He was like the first one to replace him. Yeah. That's disappointing. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but <laughs> the trader, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, I'm watching the traders, Australia, New Zealand. And then otherwise, I've been really enjoying um, Julia Jacklin lately. I've been on like yeah, a Julia Jacqueline. Yeah. yeah, Julian Jacqueline kick and a Remy Wolf kick lately, too. Nice. So those are my <laughs> music recommendations too, just so we have something else. Yeah. <laughs> um what are, what am I gonna say? What yeah, I what are you enjoying right now? I don't know what I'm enjoying. Um life's not super enjoyable right now. Okay, that sounded very downer. Morbid. That sounded very <laughs> it's not that bad. I just am dealing with a situation. Um <laughs> a situation even just sounds so serious. I'm just dealing with some life choices. You're de- yeah, you're dealing with your 24-year-old life choice. Yeah. When oh, I was 24, new girl. a lot happened. No, I don't know if I like new girl yet. How far are it's you into it? Like episode 15. Mm, I think it really hits its stride in the second season and in the in the second season and the third season like winston's character shifts a little and he becomes my favorite nice. so there's there's like I'll it only gets it better it's, it's a very relatable show i feel like so yeah i keep watching it and i like some humor i just think the characters are not great i don't mm. like what's her name jessica i think she's extremely mm. Mm. um i don't think that's gonna get better 
Um, no, but they also like they have better chemistry. Like the more the show goes on, I, I already know what happens. I don't know CCN. No, I mean together. just like just in their like scenes day to day and their banter. Like you could tell yeah. that they become friends like throughout the show, and they are like all pretty much. I'm pretty sure they're all pretty much friends. I just said that a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you just said that made you laugh, but okay. <laughs> No, I just said pretty like eight times. Oh, I do said, said friends a lot, and I was like, we didn't say friends. A no, lot, I so. said I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. Pretty, 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 yeah. I I need to take a deep nap. Um, you'll like it the more that it goes on. I think that yeah. it gets like it gets it only gets better and funnier, and like they like each other more. Yeah. So you'll um, like it. Okay, I'll tell you, girl. Then I'm in my new girl cake. It's funny. We have like, it's, I live with two other guys. Uh, we have there's a basement unit. We don't usually interact with the basement unit tenant, but mm. recently we have. Like she gave us a nice gift. Um, then like she has a dog, and the dog comes up. Like we like I had a little uh, had some friends over a couple days ago, and had like barbecue, and we gave her some food. Like so, I was like new girl vibes. That's just love with us, but it feels like that's fun. Uh, but I was like that kind of I was like and I saw a video where I laughed. Like I saw like a short on youtube or something and i was like yeah oh, that was a funny scene let me check it out people love it i know people love that show so yeah six times so yeah i've watched it countless times it's such an easy rewatch that uh, and like how i met your mother are like easy go-tos you know yeah and modern right. family yeah. modern family I, i'm still my deep binge so don't <laughs> but yeah deep binge um, but yeah, that is that is what we got for you. Unless girl, am I missing it? I don't know. What else no, to say. I, this was nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the next episode is yet, so don't ask. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see you when you see you. Anyways, adios, guys. Thank you. Bye. Crazy.